Alright folks, what is going on? This is episode number 374 of the First and Frame Rate Show. And over here we talk about George Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. Today it's going to be all George Southern today because I, I had plans of making another episode. But I saw something today and uh, right before I was about to go and start putting this episode together, I saw something and it kind of... Uh, you know, it, it, it kind of made me laugh a little bit. And and I want to um, be a little bit of, you know, a little giddy right now. I really want to rub my hands and be really excited because a lot of these teams that we're playing, I can say about 90% of the teams that we're playing don't know what George Southern football is about to be um, putting on the field. They don't see what's coming. They don't know what's coming when it comes to Georgia Southern football. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about some examples that I have. And I also want to let you guys know what could be implemented in this offense to give us the eight-plus wins that I've been saying that's possible throughout um, Coach Helton's hire. I said as soon as he hit the touchdown, I thought he was going to win at least eight games. And uh, – <clears throat> I think it'd be a better chance based on what we see. Now, this is not an indictment on the team per se, but I would not be surprised if it's an indictment on these teams because some of these other teams may not know what's going on. I mean, I'm dead serious. Um, I know fans talk, but I don't think that what they see at Georgia Southern is going to be anything, you know, the, it's not going to be anything that they know already. I think they're going to think there's going to be more of a running game or whatever case. But I'm not going to get – let's go ahead and get into this. If this is your first time here, welcome. I am on YouTube Anchor. Let me back up. I'm sorry. I'm too excited. YouTube and Rumble on the visual side. I am on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts if you want to listen to the audio side of things. And uh, all my links are down in the description. You can check out all that stuff if you want to donate and support the show or if you just want to watch. If you are watching and you're subscribing, that is, you know, more than uh, uh, more than enough. I really appreciate it. You guys are taking the extra mile out of your day to to listen. Let, let's do this. Um, I just saw and, and, and shout out to Wesley Kennedy, the third. I shout out to him because this is kind of what prompted this episode. He's entered the transfer portal. Now, if you know anything about Wesley Kennedy, uh, he's a guy that had a little bit of issues on the team, ended up um, being off the team back in, I think it was 2020. And um, he's entered the transfer portal. Now, I think he's phenomenal. I think he has excellent talent. Uh, whatever he's going through, hopefully all that has been panned out, and he's going to be special for somebody out there. Um, But... Don't tell that to Nebraska fans because Nebraska fans thought he was still on the team and he thought it was going to be beneficial to him that he's moved on to the transfer portal. Mind you that this team, I mean, he hasn't been on the team in almost two years, but they think it's going to be beneficial. These guys in Nebraska has no idea what's going on. Now, I'm not saying that this is an indictment on this team is going to beat us or, or, or we're going to beat them or it's going to be anything like that, but I feel that what this fan base don't know, it could leak over to what the team knows or don't know. Because I don't think anybody on our schedule or anybody in general can get a feel of what George Southern is going to do offensively and or defensively. We have a new coach. We're going to be passing the ball more, obviously. Uh, but and when you think Georgia Southern, you think option. You think run. You think power football. You think smash mouth, you know, um, a guy, a team that just have a bad case of the wants. Now, I know everybody down in South Georgia know what that means, but 
this team still got the bad case of the wants. You know, rest in peace to Irk Russell, the legendary coach Irk Russell. But it's a new it's a new era right now. And this new era is going to be more of an up-tempo, modern, spread, throwing the ball down the field with the mix of the run, pushing guys around on, on the offensive line, defensive line getting through and, and punishing the quarterback. Defensive guys are actually going to be playing the ball and have to play the players if we have to. This is a new thing that's going on now at Georgia Southern, and a lot of people don't realize that. You got guys – um, in Nebraska thinking that this is a beneficial thing. I'm pretty sure these people probably looked at old film of Georgia Southern. They probably don't even realize that Coach Helton is a new coach at Georgia Southern. They probably think that George they probably think Coach Helton is is it's been to Georgia Southern all this time. I mean, Nebraska football hasn't been relevant in almost twenty years. <laughs> so I, we don't know uh, we kind of get an understanding of what's going on with them, but not so much because they had the same coach, Scott Frost. Oh, I think that's the coach. But nobody knows. People think we're going to still be running the option. And they think because one running back is gone, which has been going for two, three, almost going on three years now. If they think that's the least of their worries, I mean, if that alleviates their worries, they're going to be in a rude awakening. You see this guy, if you're watching this on the um, visual side of things, if you're looking at the screen, Cal Van Treese is our quarterback. Transfer from Buffalo, had a pretty decent season at Buffalo. Looked like he's going to be in a position to do some really good things at Georgia Southern. I mean, he got weapons on in the running game, a couple of weapons in the passing game. He gets a little bit of protection. It's going to be a problem. And I don't think that Nebraska or Morgan State or UAB, um, definitely any of the guys in the Sun Belt may not know what's about to hit them. And I'm going to get to a couple of teams in the Sun Belt in a, in a minute when I talk about they don't see this coming. They are not going to know what's going to hit them. They don't know what's going to, I'm going to get to them. Trust me. I don't know the entire playbook. I just know it's going to be a different style of offense. And I hope that these other teams are ready. Well, I kind of don't. But if they're not ready, we're going to be running rough shot on these teams. Because they're, they're going to have to adapt. They're going to be thinking that, oh, the options come, the options come, the running game is coming. No, 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 no. The running game is going to be there. But it ain't nowhere near what you think it is. And I, I think that this is something that uh, hopefully these coaches of these teams who we play, the Morgan State, Nebraska, UAB, Ball State, Coastal, Georgia, you know, the whole Sun Belt knows that this is coming. Because if it's not, we may get more than eight wins. We may get more than eight wins. Because it, it, it just boggles the mind. It, it kind of don't boggle the mind because, like I said, Georgia Southern football is synonymous with running the ball. I get it. I get it. You know, but if you're a, a diehard college football fan, you wouldn't know what's going on in some of these teams. Just an inkling of what's going on. You know what I mean? You would know what's going on, especially if they're your opponents for next season. You kind of got an idea of what's happening. Like for me, I know what UAB is going to bring to the table. They're going to bring a smash mouth football, especially up in the trenches. They already been known to have a pretty decent offensive line. I already know what Coastal Carolina is going to bring. You know, Grayson McCall is going to be ready to ball. Ha, you like how that run, right? You know, Georgia State, they 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 have a lot of talent across the field. I, I understand they got the talent. I just don't respect them to, to the point where I feel like they've been around long enough to be respected. Yeah, they're I think they're what? Uh one game ahead in the series. I mean, but okay, one game ahead in the series, whatever. It's funny how that matters so much, but when we talk about the baseball series, nobody wants to talk. 71 to 26, anyone? Okay. Like I said. Anyway, 
I respect the talent because this state of Georgia has a lot of talent. There's no, there's a reason why Coach Clay Helton went to every county in the state looking for recruits. There's a lot of uh, a lot of recruits and prospects in this state. So Georgia State is going to have some talent. We just need to step our game up and 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 beat up on them like we know that we can. James Madison, an old foe. Don't know too much about them because they've been to FCS, but I'm pretty sure that they're going to be prominent as well. I know a lot about South South Alabama. They're going to air the ball out. Louisiana is another one that's a little more of a balanced attack. Appalachian State, we already know what's going to happen with them. We've we've been seeing them since the with the with the late '80s. Come on now, see this is the problem. We have a lot of arrogance with a lot of teams. Nebraska is going to have the chip on their shoulder. They think they they think they're going to come. They think we're going to step up and 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 just lay down for them. We're not going to lay down. Hell, we didn't even lay down in the Arkansas game. They just had better talent, and a lot of other stuff was going on that that year. But whatever. But they better be mindful of what's going on. They better be mindful. You know what happened last time we played a Big Ten team, Minnesota. The game I don't like to talk about. We should have won that game. We were basically like a pass interference away from winning that game, which really, really sucked. But nevertheless, don't let this team fool y'all. And that was a team running the old offense with this new ta- with this new talent and this new offense. I don't. I'm not scared of anybody in the, on the Nebraska team, and I don't think anybody at Georgia Southern should be either. I know they got that one recruit. I mean, that one transfer from Ohio State, the defensive back. I get it. That's somebody you might not want to be playing around with. You know, he was recruited for Ohio State for Ohio State for a reason. But at the same time, we're also the rest of the team. I'm not saying that they're not talented. They're, they're probably better than us. But we're not we're not scared of them. Nebraska knows that I mean, Nebraska fans know that they have some issues. That's why they thought it was a big sigh of relief when Wesley Kennedy was in the transfer portal. Newsflash, the bro hasn't played for us in two years. So when I look at what's going on here, and before I close, I'm going to say this. You got some Sunbelt teams feel the same way. Fans anyway. I want to to reiterate that. It's the fans. And uh, I hope some of these teams are ready to be prepared for what's going on because George Southern ain't the same. And with the talent level of the coaches here, I'm pretty sure they got a keen eye on what's going on with Coach Kelly Helton. A lot of them are scheming because uh, I think Coach Kelly Helton, I want to make sure if I uh, say this right, He's probably like the most decorated coach in the Sun Belt, maybe, you know, accomplishment wise. I mean, I don't think any, I don't think any coach in the Sun Belt has a Rose Belt champion. I mean, Rose Bowl championship. But hey, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, let me know what's happening. But you got fans here that are so arrogant. These coastal, and I'm not not coastal. I take that back. Even though that that Father's Day picture was really weird, but that's another story for another day. These Georgia State fans. Some of them, they, they actually think that this team is going to be transitioning like Georgia Tech was when they went to a pro-style offense. <laughs> Do you, you got to know your opponent, people. I mean, I know y'all got other lives, y'all got things that's going on, but I do this. I do this, I ain't going to say I do this for a living, but I do this more than the average person does, does this. And I can tell you right now, it ain't going to be that kind of party where we're transitioning from a, 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 you know, a, a option style to a pro style. We got pro style ready players now. We got spread air raid type players now. A lot of these guys that are transitioning and moving around are athletes that can play any position. I just talked about Sam Kennison the other day, didn't I? 
Amari Jones have been known to play various positions. Running back, wide receiver, quarterback. I mean, come on, man. We got guys that can play various positions on this team. And I didn't even mention Najee Thompson. Like I said, I can make a whole episode on Najee Thompson. That may be coming in the works. You guys need to watch out for that. I can make a whole episode on that kid. But I digress. These Georgia State fans, you got a lot of them saying that we're going to be going through that. It's going to be easy to run us over and this, that, and the third. Coastal Carolina's already been kind of arrogant beforehand, so we didn't know how that go. Appalachia State hoping that we get go. One thing I'll say about Appalachia State, even though that is a hated rival, um, the history runs deep. But one thing about App State is a level of respect. We respect the hell out of that school. We respect that football program because they've always played football the right way. Was that was, was everything been on the up and up? No, because it's a rivalry. But the respect level we have for that team and that program to have that many, you know, um, that many accomplishments, you can't help but to look at that team and say, you know what? I love what they did. Three national championships. I think I don't know how many Sun Belt titles they got under their belt since they've been in the Sun Belt. And you know, in other bowl games that they've won. Respect is there. Now we got three more national titles than them, but that doesn't mean anything less of of them. They, they play football very well against us. It's always a good matchup. You know, last year we had a down year. There've been times that they've been down years on their end. There've been blowouts on their end, and we we blew them out as well. It's, it's been lopsided and it's been close. So I, I I love having that rivalry, Appalachian State. This Georgia State rivalry, yeah. Yeah, okay. I can't wait to get back to start playing James Madison again and, you know, the old Dominion. I want to play those guys too. But I'm not sure how they feel about our team. But a lot of teams that haven't seen us in this fashion is not going to know what's coming. They're not going to see this, you know, this offense be the way they are. They're not going to see what the way this defense is run under uh, Coach Harris. Coming from the defensive back coach at Washington, coming down to Georgia Southern as a defensive coordinator, putting his imprint on all the things that he wants to do on the defense. You are not going to be able to uh, understand, or not we, they're not going to be under, able to understand what's going to hit them. And I didn't even talk about all the offensive, the offensive coordinator, quarterbacks, coach, offensive line coach, strength and conditioning. It, there's so many changes here. So many changes here. They don't know what's going to happen when we step on the field on September 3rd against Morgan State. They, they better start watching. They better start watching. That'll be a good time to watch and see what George Southern's about. But September 10th, man, that's going to, to me, that's going to be the test. That September 10th game is going to tell you everything we need to know about this season. Going up to Lincoln, Nebraska, playing Nebraska, and you got these guys don't know what's happening, thinking that Wesley Kennedy, I hope that guy the best, hope he finds a home in college football so he can play. But when you got guys like that that are fans that think what's going on with this team is the fact that Wesley Kennedy has mentioned the transfer portal as one less weapon they need to worry about, man, they got another thing coming. They got another. They have no idea what's going on. They don't know what's going to hit them. And it's, it's just going to be sweet. It's going to be real sweet if we're able to go up there and shock the world and pull off what we should have pulled off against um, Minnesota. It will be really nice to see. We'll see how that plays out. We're going to continue to watch and monitor this team as well as the Atlanta Falcons because that's our teams and that's what we talk about over here. If you like this podcast, hit the uh, like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hey, 
Don't forget, if you're on YouTube or Rumble, there's a link or a, a, a little share button. Share that and just send it to somebody that you know that's also a George Southern Atlanta Falcons fan. Let them know what we're doing over here. Don't even send them a message. Just send the link to them. And they'll be like, oh, what's this link? And they click it on and they start listening to what we're talking about over here. Also, if you're on Apple, give me a five-star rating on that Apple podcast star rating. And also, if I'm not doing what uh what you think I should do, you think I'm doing something wrong, give me some feedback. Let me know. Comment section or in the feedback section, section of any of these avenues that this podcast is on. I can't thank you guys enough. You guys are amazing. Thank you for taking or making it this far and listening to this show. And the numbers are moving up because of you guys. It's all because of you guys. I can't thank you guys enough. You guys are awesome. Thank you for making this show go. Because without you guys, it, I, I, I don't do this on Monday through Friday. All right, y'all. I will see you guys on the next one. Y'all take it easy. And y'all be blessed. See you guys. You guys have a great Tuesday. All right, y'all. Be blessed. Peace. Thank you.